the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to his promises. He wants you to know, you're overcome. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton, and I'm really glad that you are here with us today. If this is the first time you are joining us, a very, very special welcome to you. And if you are back with us again this week, welcome to you, too. And thank you all so much for listening. This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing. It can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. We are here to walk the path with you wherever that may lead. And we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time, provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst and give you hope. Last week, we started the show by talking about hope related to divorce. Today, we will start by talking about hope as well, but we are going to take a different direction this week. Given the state of the world right now and the coronavirus, we are going to talk about hope and a number of other topics in the midst of this crisis. And you might wonder what that has to do with divorce. So stay tuned and find out. Today, friends, it's just me talking to you. But with a few interjections from our marvelous producer, Mike. <laughs> Hi, you're Christy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mike. Marvelous you, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing I'm doing well. Good. I'm uh I'm ready to dig into the coronavirus. Did you wash your hands before you came? I did. Okay. I did. But you know, we're We're going to talk coronavirus. We're going to talk crisis. Right. And what we can learn from it. And I know listeners are going, wait a second. (laughs) Wait a second. This is the divorce coaching hour. So really, really stay with us. We'll we'll get there. I did wash my hands. I'm getting better at that. Yes. Good. Yes. So listeners, are you ready to hunker down with me? (laughs) I hope so, because this is what you're getting today. So I thought in this time of our life and in our world, it was timely to have a one-on-one conversation with you listeners 
I'm with you in this crisis and I'm in with you in divorce. So watching the unfolding story of the pandemic and some of the panic on media, scrolling through social media and seeing variety of posts, some uplifting, some not, to seeing the empty shelves where toilet paper, paper towels, and medications used to be brought me to a place where I felt that a show where I talked to you about the crisis was the right thing to do. So this show, in general, isn't typically about current events. Right. But today it is because I really do think we can learn something from it. And what we can learn can be applied to when we walk the path of divorce. Initially, you know, it's spring break, right? Right? Yep. Yeah. And spring break's a little bit different Crazy. right now. Yeah. yeah. Some of my friends might say cray cray. <laughs> That's what they say. Okay. But so I originally wanted to have somebody in talking about children, mm. talking about children and divorce, talking about children and divorce and co-parenting and spring break and all what that looked like. And that's what I had had planned. But really back to given that it's really taken on a different look, kids are home now. People can't, really can't go anywhere. Their plans have changed, et cetera. I thought this message might be more relevant. You know, everybody's, and I, I say this lightly, but everybody is talking about the coronavirus. I mean, well, and it's a, it, it has affected everything so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. Every aspect. Every aspect. And so, again, going back to this not being a current event show, it's talking about the crises that we have in our life uh, of divorce or the crisis that we have in our life that could be divorce. But, Again, um, you know, what can we gain from it? And so this is where I want to start. Last week, we talked about a man in a hole. Right. And we likened it to divorce and divorce being the hole that we were in. And we also talked about getting out of the hole by way of a ladder. Right. Right. I remember. And that that ladder could be. Um, your divorce coach and the team that you had around or then the the rungs of the ladder that you construct together, the idea to get you out of the hole, right? Support. Support. There you go. Support. This week, we're going to talk about what you do when you are in that hole, whether you are in the hole of crisis, of divorce, or even coronavirus, and the feeling of danger that Mm -hmm. comes from being in that hole. Right. Right. Sure. So bottom line, my friends, is that hole of danger, right? You don't want to dig that any deeper, whether no matter the crisis, right? If you do, you might dig it so deep that you can't even begin to see that ladder, right? right? And that you you, you can't even see the people that may so-called drop in. We talked about a, a Marine dropping into that hole right. and, and IE likened it to the divorce coach dropping in. But if we're so far down in that hole and we've dug ourselves so far, we might, we might stay there forever. Yeah. Yeah. No, no hope. No hope. Almost no. Yeah. Hope. Going back to hope, almost no hope because we've dug so far mm-hmm. and we don't want that. And so that's really what we're going to be talking uh, about that. And what I want to say here, too, is I want to say a big thank you to our friend Richard Mendelo, the host of Courageous Christianity, also on 100.7 FM KKHT, also on Saturdays, 1030 a.m. He suggested a quote 
for the show. Uh, in his book, Right Mix Might, 40 Days to Courageous Christianity, he shared a quote by John F. Kennedy that speaks to crisis and the opportunity we have in it. And so here's a kind of paraphrased version. So it's about the word crisis, mm-hmm. which is what we're talking about here. The word crisis in Chinese uses two brushstrokes to write the word. And to quote JFK, quote, one brushstroke stands for danger. Right. The other for opportunity. And he says, in a crisis, be aware of the danger, but recognize the opportunity. So bringing to light here Mm. the opportunity that we have. So the coronavirus, we've never seen anything like it before in our lives. It's changing the way we live and interact. I mean, you know, elbow bumping here. If you learn from it. If, right. You have to learn. You have to open your eyes and learn from the crisis or else. And that's exactly, see, you're just the perfect sidekick. You're leading me to right where we are going, right? So so it's changing the way that we live and interact in the near term. And that's just what we know of right now. The far-reaching financial effect is unprecedented. Right. I mean, that's real. It's a global pandemic. It is a crisis. There is danger. And that's the big picture and the big impact. So back to referring to the quote, I believe we are all, that's, we're, we're pretty aware of the danger, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, we you can't turn, be. <laughs> we better be right. I mean, you could really can't turn on anything. I mean, here you are turning on the divorce coaching hour and you're hearing about the coronavirus. So, which you might again be wondering about. So on an individual level though, I think there's a big impact that maybe we're not talking about it and maybe we are, I don't know, but I wanted to address that because that can feel like danger. You know, I think about those living alone amid divorce or after, and now can't be out and about socializing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about those children now out of school and into April and maybe beyond. And those depending on the regularity of that school for their children to include even meals for right. their children. That's, yeah. Huge. I think that that's something that people don't, I think, generally don't really think about. They're not, maybe not thinking about, think about daycare, people who've lost their jobs. Now think about a divorced person in that situation. Mm. The household has been divided. Mm -hmm. You're not doing this together, right? I think about those now single folks whose jobs have been impacted. And I mean, how are they going to pay the rent, right? And Mm. And so I think about all these things and the people and more, and, and this is just the beginning of the list that who's are affected. So please know that in all of this, I think about all the lives lost due to the virus and those who've lost loved ones. It's so big, like we were talking about, it's hard to fathom. It all feels very dangerous. It all can feel like a very, very deep, dark hole that we'll never climb, up, climb out of. So back to the quote and back to the word crisis. There's two brushstrokes, remember? Right. There's... What was the one? I'm testing you. Okay. Uh, one the first, was... <laughs> the, the, I forgot the first one. The second one was opportunity. There I go. always well, remember that. <laughs> and that's exactly what we want to talk about. We've talked about the danger. danger so we talked about right. the danger mm-hmm. and the opportunity. So that brushstroke is the opportunity. That's the one that we have in the crisis. And that's what I want to talk about, right? Mm. We're going to focus in on the opportunity. So the, the, the reality is that there's the crisis. But in any crisis, the opportunity is how we respond to it. And so back to the whole, right? It's also how 
we respond to being in the hole. Hint, I'm, I may not unpack to this, but if we may, respond is a very key word here. Mm-hmm. Not saying react. I'm saying how do we respond to being in the hole? So as a divorce coach, we work with people to, as I say, show up as their best self in situations. Crisis can cause us to not show up as our best self. It can cause us to say things we don't mean and do things we don't want to do. Divorce can certainly feel like a personal crisis, and it can feel very dangerous. And that feeling of danger can make us act in ways that we ultimately don't want to act. Mm -hmm. And it can make us say things we don't want to say. No matter the crisis, that feeling of danger pulls us into what is referred to as the reptilian brain, which then we flight, fight, or freeze. The reptilian. I'm sorry. The, rep- the reptilian, reptilian brain. brain. Okay, so okay. now we've been talking about the crisis. We've been talking about the whole, the, the deep dark hole we're in. Now we're talking about reptiles. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to unpack that. We're going to when we come back from break, we're going to talk more about the reptilian brain. But we're also going to talk about getting into the thinking brain, and that's what I do as a divorce coach. And that's where this comes together to talk about how we can stop digging the hole. We can learn from any crisis to help us stop digging that hole and eventually be able to see the person that comes into the that into that hole and help us walk out of that ladder. So folks, stay tuned. I know a little bit of a different show today, but we are going to learn from it and hopefully you'll find that hope, that encouragement. So listen to our sponsors. They're affected as well as everyone else. So I encourage you to give them your support too. Stay with us. Coming back. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters. Real Estate Radio is super fun. You probably have heard the Real Estate Rat Pack, Rob Cook and Chris Kelso. If you haven't, check out the Real Estate Rat Pack. They are on every Saturday at 9 a.m. on 100.7 FM. That's right. Rob Cook and Chris Kelso doing tremendous work. They are the Real Estate Rat Pack. You can find them at realestateratpack.com. That's realestateratpack.com and Every Saturday at 9 a.m. on 100.7 FM, the Rat Pack has got your back. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. 
call the Staging Masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and SimpleElegantsTX.com. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. Hope is lost. I picked that song especially for the show and all the songs I often do because I think for me, I hope for you too, listeners, that those lyrics can help you. But what that's saying there when your hope is lost, and I'm just guessing many of us going through the coronavirus, going through divorce right now are feeling a little bit uh, hopeless. And that's what this show is in part about is to bring hope Thanks for coming back. Segment two here. And we're taking a little bit of a different look uh, at divorce coaching today. We're looking at current events, a current event, the big current event of the coronavirus. Everyone's talking about that. And we, we should. We need to be aware of it. But what can we learn from crisis? Bottom line. Right. Right. And and you said earlier Mike's our wonderful producer, and he's here with me sidekicking today, so thank you. I'm just kicking sometimes. <laughs> you might be kicking. He's just in here kicking. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, sidekicking with me here, and he said earlier we've got to learn from it, and that's exactly what we're doing. And so why tie this to divorce? Divorce can feel like a crisis in and of itself. It may be a crisis. It may feel catastrophic. Um, it may be catastrophic. Catastrophic. Ultimately, though, what we're trying to learn from it is uh, ways we we went back to in last episode, episode 41. So if you want to go back and listen to that, we talked about this hole that we're in. We likened it to divorce Mm -hmm. and that there are people along the way that might come in, drop in, come into the hole and help you get out of that hole through the ladder. But today we're talking about being in that hole and not digging the hole deeper Right. And how do we not hold, dig the hole deeper in the midst of a crisis of divorce? Right. Of the coronavirus. And a lot of it has to do with our thinking. And believe it or not, this is where segment one, we kind of went there and you're like, wait a second, reptiles? We're now talking about reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what we were talking about is what is known as the reptilian brain. Some people call it the lizard brain. I'm not going to go into neuropsychology right now. There's a whole bunch of that. But here's what I want to briefly say. So our brains have different kind of coping mechanisms, different ways of looking, sensing, dealing with the world. Right. Yeah. One of them is the reptilian brain. That's the part of the brain that is really, it's all about keeping us safe. And it's all about survival. And it really will do anything it has to do to make sure that that happens. Mm-hmm. And here's the kicker, though. Even if the 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 um, the fear, the threat, the perceived threat is perceived, right? Even if it isn't real. Does that make sense? 
Yes. Yeah. I'm going to unpack that more. So stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, wait no, a second. <laughs> no, no, you're right. I understand. So ultimately it lives in fear. Mm-hmm. It causes us to attack or hide. It causes aggression, anger, revenge, territorial behavior. Wow. And more. Yeah. I was going to say hide. Yeah. It's, it's very, I mean, like when people are fearful, what we've talked yeah, about they, flight, fight or freeze, right? They lash out. They either lash out or they run and hide. Mm-hmm. They isolate, right? Mm-hmm. Or Which is also um, freezing. They either run away, they fight, they lash out, or they just freeze or they hide, right? Mm-hmm. And so where we want to get, though, is into our thinking brain to stop digging in the hole, if that makes sense. That's where our best self shows up. But let's be real. I mean, it can be a tough thing to do to get into that thinking brain because we literally are hijacked with emotion. Yeah. Everything in our body, everything in our mind is trying to keep us safe, even though the th- that threat may not be real, right? Right. So briefly, now the thinking brain is the place of reason, choice, learning, which I think somebody very smart said something about. That's right. That's yes. part of the crisis. Yeah, learning, learning from it, right? Mm-hmm. But if we stay in the emotional brain, and mm. we're staying really more in that reptilian brain, flight, fright, or freeze, say that fast three times, <laughs> right? um, then we're staying in the hole. We're staying, not necessarily even staying, we're digging the deep, and we may not even know that we're doing it, right? And so learning regulation comes from the thinking brain, understanding, planning, Right. Creativity, imagination, adaptation, change, development, and more. I mean, I mean, just look at those words. I mean, what's better? <laughs> I want like to be in the thinking brain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be. I mean, even if you look at reptile versus thinking, right? Okay, sure. So, a lot of us right now, whether we're dealing with the crisis at hand in our everyday world or the crisis of divorce. We're in that reptilian brain. and It's easier to be in that reptilian brain, isn't it? It, it is. It can feel that way, right? Right. But here's okay. what happens yeah. when you... Yeah. Okay, so think about right now. Let's go back to current events. Okay. So if we're thinking it's easier, well, we're in the emotional place, and we are seeing... That's why we're seeing the panic resulting in empty shelves and possibly territorial actions because we feel the danger, we're afraid, and it feels very real, and we think it's easier there because that's a place of comfort. Right. right? Okay. I understand. But we're also there because we're not taught this stuff. That's why I'm here to talk about it. That's why a divorce coach exists is to help move a client. in when they are... We, we have a thing called ruminating when they are retelling the story of divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just something that's coming up. And listeners, this is really important to understand, whether it be the coronavirus, whether it be X, Y, Z crisis, whether it be divorce crisis. When you go into retelling the story of divorce and oh, my goodness, I was such a walking embodiment of doing this. I was a walking poster child of this is telling the story over and over and over and over again. Where do you think it puts us back into the reptilian brain or the thinking brain? It puts us back into the hole. It it, it keeps it, us in the it, hole. It keeps us in the hole. It keeps yeah. us into the reptilian brain mm-hmm. in that hole, and we keep digging because here, even there is a, um, when I say neuropsychological, the brain is telling the body something. It's putting us back into flight, fight, or freeze. Right. 
And it's actually running all the hormones, the cortisol and everything like that. And so that's why we have that feeling of that pit in our stomach. And isn't that a bit of a circle? It, it, it's a, and it's a cray cray one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to yes, bring it back, it's a, it's right? It's a cray cray circle. It is. And, but what we don't know is we're not taught these things, right? Mm-hmm. The key is that we can get out of that circle, Right. We can get out of that way of thinking if we know that there are things that we can do. And so, you know, one of the things is, I mean, we're saying stop digging. Well, Mm. some people don't, if they don't even know about it, they don't know to stop digging. That's, Mm. again, why I'm talking about this right now. Uh, So I want to stop and say this. Please know that I mean no disrespect to the danger of what is right now. I don't mean that at all. That is real, and we must heed what our leaders are telling us to do. We must do this, all of us, for if you don't, you are threatening the lives of others. So let's think about our actions and how they can impact the the lives of others. And so I know I'm switching a lot of gears here, but hopefully listeners are getting getting out of this, that um, when we're talking about this crisis, there there are things that we can actually help our mind think. We can stop... That cycle, as you talked about, Mike, mm-hmm. um, and that's what we're going to talk about there and not digging, right? So we can choose actions, right? So w- we could sit here and talk all day long mm-hmm. about stopping and th- you know what not to do, but that's not going to be moving us into the things of positive action of right. our um, uh, of our best self, as we like to say, right? Sure. So first make the awareness. You have the awareness now, listeners, that it, when you're feeling that that cycle of that story that you're telling again and again and again, whether it be, again, not to be repetitive, but to keep drawing the lines between the coronavirus, talking about the toilet paper being out and talking about the what ifs and things like that, you're putting yourself back into the hole mm-hmm. in a divorce. He did this, she did that, 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 right? And it goes on. And it goes on and on and on. And like I said, I'm a walking embodiment of it. Matter of fact, earlier in the year, I think one of the first shows I did was actually a solo show like I'm doing here with you, Mike, you might remember. I remember. And I talked about letting go of the safe harbor of the past 10 years of the decade Mm -hmm. and to stop telling the story. Quit telling the story of divorce and death and debacle and all of that, right? And so that's what what we want to do here to stop digging and begin to see the person that comes into the hole with us and we begin to see that ladder is what can we do, right? So what can we do, right? So first really realize, you know, what's happening here. Look at it. Bottom line, black and white, whatever it is. So what really is happening here? And one of the things that I help my clients do is when they get into this place to get them out and to stop digging, I have them, and I've talked about it on the show before. It's very, very important to know. I have them actually put their feet on the floor. I have them take a deep breath. I have them close their eyes and kind of hang their head down to kind of detach their head. And then as they take a deep breath, they raise their head, they open their eyes, and they say, what am I afraid of, right? So say, for example, somebody's going on about the story of what their ex-spouse could do to them, 
right? Right. You're facing your fears. Yeah. It, well, that's that's a, that's a better way of saying it, right? You're facing right. your fears, but what, where are we finding out where the fears are? Okay. You, you got, got me. me. <laughs> They're in yeah. your head. There you right? go. So when that's we right. come back from break, we're going to talk more about that. We're going to talk about the things that we can in fact do what you can do. Maybe you can brainstorm along the way of what you can do to get into that thinking brain now that you know about it so that you can begin with your coach, with someone objective, start building those lat- that ladder. So, but first stay tuned for the two minute tip because we are going to be talking about more thinking, the think, feel, act cycle. And it's actually not going to be a two minute tip. It's going to be longer than that. So you guys listen in some great stuff. I hope it'll help. Here's today's two-minute tip. Well, it might be more than two minutes, maybe even five. I don't know. (laughs) It's about the think, feel, act cycle. Today, we're talking about the crisis we face at this time in our lives, the coronavirus. This is an unprecedented time. Those living in this age have not experienced a crisis like this before. However, if we've lived long enough, we have experienced various crises throughout our lives, like divorce. Some crises can be truly catastrophic and some can feel catastrophic. Both scenarios are real and both scenarios can cause great pain, strife, and grief. Here's what I want you to know. The effect of this pain, strife, and grief from both scenarios can be helped along by how we look at them. Before I go further, let's understand what how we look at them means. It means this. We all look at things differently. No two people can look at the same situation with the same eyes. It's a physical impossibility. We can try, however, and I will suggest that we must. You may have heard me say that we all have different perspectives. It's just that many of those perspectives are wrong. Now, that does not mean that we are wrong. That means that we see things differently. Your perspective is most likely different than mine. People think about things differently. And my friends, we do this in our individual experiences. We don't even have to have another person involved because honestly, we have enough perspectives to go around on our own. So in any situation, in any scenario, we need to learn to look at our thinking, especially since we know that it can be wrong. Here's where we want to look at the think part of the think, feel, act cycle, because that's where feelings and actions start. So here goes. We think we feel a certain way about a situation, a person or a thing, but really it's what we think about that situation, that person or that thing that shapes what we feel. It's such a quick happening that we don't realize that we are thinking something first before we are feeling something. But try me out here. It's true. Here's a quick example. So say you make a new acquaintance and you think to yourself, that new acquaintance is acting a bit standoffish, maybe even aloof. And then you feel like there is some sort of wall up around that person. And although that that wall is invisible, you feel it. So now you act, you turn and you avoid that person. You thought that person was standoffish. You then felt the wall and then you acted. You walked away. But let's look at it in a different way. Let's look at it in another perspective. What if that new acquaintance just found out bad news and they were preoccupied with that news, distracted or in shock? If you had the knowledge of what had just happened to them, so if you knew they had just received bad news, how would you feel then? How would you act? 
you might feel sad for them. You might feel bad for them. You might have empathy for them. And you might even go to them and say, hey, I noticed something looked like it was bothering you. Are you okay? So what just happened? You thought something different because you had different information that shaped your thinking. You then felt something different and then you acted differently. There's way more to this cycle than just this, but just think how knowing more about this cycle changed the way you feel about situations, people, and things. And then how would that change the way you act? I wonder, what perspectives do you have about the crisis that we find ourselves in right now? I wonder, what is your thinking? Could you look at the situation differently? And would you then feel differently? And would you act differently? Given that the think, feel, act cycle is very real, I do think that no matter the crisis at hand, coronavirus or divorce, if you change your thinking about what's happening, you will feel differently and you will then act differently. These are times of pain and strife and grief. And I want to help you with that, to think differently, to feel differently and to act differently. If you want to know more or if you want assistance with changing your thinking so that it can positively affect your feelings and actions please reach out to me. You can find me, Christy Stratton, at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. You can also find me on Facebook at The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton or Instagram at Coach Christy Stratton. And listen each week for another two-minute tip all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. A little king and country there to come back into fix my eyes good song a little energy to pick us up in the, the third segment here we're talking about crisis we're talking about divorce uh, we're bringing in a little current event there coronavirus and what we can learn from crisis we referred back to the hole that we have been uh, talking about episode 41 but really now where we're talking about is and this is really getting to the point of the the whole show is to talk about these two brains I've talked about and marvelous Mike, our producer (laughs) is side kicking with me. He said kicking earlier, but at least I'm not high kicking. (laughs) That would be an interesting picture. That would be. (laughs) You can do that if you want. No, I can't. (laughs) That's the problem. No, I can't. No high kicking on the divorce coaching hour. Right. No, but we were talking about the, Thinking brain. We were talking about the reptilian brain. And when we left segment two, going into segment three, we were talking about kind of an exercise that I do with clients. Right. Feet on the floor. Feet on the floor. Right. And Mm -hmm. when when the reason I have them do that. So say, for example, they're getting into that reptilian brain that we were talking about before, where they're kind of in that flight, fight or freeze. And they think what is really happening is happening. right? Right. So what they're perceiving is real to them right and it's causing a lot of anxiety and strain strain suffering a lot of things like that right so i'll have them put their feet on the floor i'll have them whatever they think is causing them to be fearful whatever threat is keyword perceived right right put their feet flat on the floor i'll have them uh, put put their hands kind of facing upwards on their knees I'll have them kind of take their head down um, for a moment, close their eyes, take a deep breath. As they take a deep breath, raise their head up, 
take a deep breath, look around, open their eyes and say, what is here that's threatening me? So you're getting rid of the perceived threat. Yeah, because what what happens when they look, when they open their eyes, right? right, What's out there? What do they see? Do they see a threat? No. No. There's no threat. And then I ask them this question. Ready for it? Ready. Where's the threat? And here's what I hear. Like, silence. Oh. What threat? Yeah, in my head. Mm. Right? Right. There. Yeah. So it's totally right in their head, and they realize, oh, okay, so I just created this whole perception around what's happening. So now we can actually have a conversation. When they realize that, then we can get them into the thinking brain. Then you get into what is really might be a threat. Exactly. If there is, right? Right, right. But oftentimes, I mean, this is trite, but 99.9% of what we worry about never happens. Now, a lot of people are going, wait a second, (laughs) coronavirus, right? But a lot of it, we... Once you realize this, um, it's really powerful. So that's the first step to getting yourself out of that reptilian brain. Right. If you don't have a coach, you don't have somebody who can walk you through that. You can do that exercise, right? Mm -hmm. But there are other things that maybe you don't know that exercise, but here's the other things that you can do that can get, you know, yes, you can monitor your thinking. You can know that the lizard brain's taking over, but... There are a lot of things that we can just get the body doing, right, Mm -hmm. to get our mind off of it. Our mind is very, very powerful, good and bad, right? Right. We create a lot of stories there. So there are things like prayer that Mm -hmm. we can go to. Exactly. Right? Reading the Bible. Right? And I'm going to talk about reading the Bible and experience I just had um, that really helped me kind of get my brain into that thinking brain to rest, mm-hmm. exercise, drinking water, hydrating, right. right? You might not think these are things, but this is what the body needs to think optimally, right? Um, eating good foods, limiting drinking. I mean, mm-hmm. people may want to go to that right now or sure. or any in divorce, and that's not going to help your thinking it's brain. It's a crutch. It is a crutch. It it really is. It makes us feel better momentarily. And it doesn't mean right. don't ever have a sip of alcohol, but when mm-hmm. you're using it for that, it's 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 a tough thing. But we could do things like journaling, writing out our feelings, writing out what we're thinking. Because oftentimes when you look back and you see what you wrote, you're like, oh, like, yeah, what was I thinking? <laughs> right? You can take a walk, getting out, taking a walk, getting the fresh air. Right now, probably not around big crowds, obviously. Um, Call an objective friend. This is where we wouldn't want to call somebody who's also in that same space. Sure, because you'd both be digging the same hole. Right, and you probably, two people are more powerful than one, and if you're digging that hole together, you're going to get to the bottom faster, and this is not where we want to go. (laughs) Right, <laughs> you're in the wrong direction. That's so that's right. where sometimes we have to make some choice around the people that we're not. Sometimes all the time, the people that we're surrounding ourselves with, mm-hmm. right? Because that's the comfort place again. Sure. Right. Um, go serve. You know, I mean, depending on where you are and where you can right now, serve if you can. Uh, call your coach. Hello. Uh, listen to positive, uplifting shows. Turn off the media. Now, there's a good idea. Right. Or go to, what is it, Christian News Network and try to get real news, that sort of thing. Right. 
stay off social media right now. Uh, you know, turns out, though, I'm seeing some really positive things because people are in a space that they've never been before. There are, I'm seeing a lot of uh, websites, uh, different, um, I, I'm seeing one of the churches I've attended, they've kind of moved from a weekly service to like every day filling your, so people can go to this place to help them through this time. I, I know the listeners are going to be like completely floored that I say this right now, but because <laughs> they've not ever heard me say this, <laughs> but Dr. Rick Warren, Pastor Rick, yeah. The Daily Hope, they're doing the same thing. He's sending out a message almost daily. They're doing live like videos and things like that. Last night, I fell, to, fell asleep listening to one of their services. Um, they're doing services all the time. So there are so many things. So anything coming to you that you can think about what people can do? Well, I like the exercise thing. Yeah. Clean mind, clean body. Or is that how it goes? It's it's something like that, something but it like really that. is. I mean, it's it's getting sure. the, the 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 poisons out. You're getting yes, yeah, the toxins out and so forth. And when you actually are putting your body in action, mm-hmm. it's getting you don't realize it, but the chemicals in your body, the hormones and so forth, working better. The and you're 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 bringing up the good endorphins and things mm-hmm. like that. That's the, I'm not a psychologist, so I'm not versed in speaking to that. But I definitely my go to things running. Listeners have heard me say that running 10 miles a week, um, mm. praying, uh, journaling, uh, reading the Bible and in segment four, I'm going to talk about again, that story, but so exercising, exercising, praying is a praying, wonderful, yeah, wonderful way to, uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it's like, it's not only, you're not only praising God, you're, you're relaxing in yeah. some ways. You're just, oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's you like know, taking a deep breath almost. Uh, ooh, well, mm-hmm. breathing in the word, the there living word. There you yeah, go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, another thing that draws me to is scripture. When we're talking about scripture, I'm going to talk about reading the Bible, but scripture recently, um, uh, I was kind of ruminating on a thought mm-hmm. as I was getting ready and I decided, you know, let me like put my money where my mouth is type of thing. Let me walk the talk. Right. And so I got to a verse and I started memorizing it and I memorized it. I'm still not perfect at it, mm-hmm. but I, once I gave my mind something to do with that, then I wasn't so-called chewing on the, the, the ruminate. I wasn't the, the cycling. Stuff. Yeah. It wasn't <laughs> cycling. It wasn't yeah. cycling on the bad stuff. So there's so many things that we can do that awareness is the key. You now know about that thinking brain. You know that that can help you get out of the hole, whether no matter the crisis that you're in, you know, some ideas. So I encourage you listeners to think of things that you can do out there that can help you stop digging that hole, get into that thinking brain. And when we get back, I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about this, but my own personal experience with preparing the show and the process I went through to get myself into that thinking brain, because believe it or not, I get in that lizard brain as well Mm. so you guys stay tuned we're going to wrap up the show and hopefully give you a little bit more hopes more ideas and let you know you're not alone we're all in this together stay tuned The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and maybe even help save some marriages. Many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives, whether they are going through a divorce or they know someone who is 
or has. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions, real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. Another goal of this show is to provide resources to listeners, including informing them about the professionals who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and services, please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 281-944-8043. We want to help our listeners know about you and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call 281-944-8043. back segment four the divorce coaching hour hi everyone so glad that you're here with us we are doing a little bit of a different show today we are talking about current events coronavirus along with the divorce coaching hour you might be wondering if you're just joining us now but there is a point and really where we've gotten to is we've been talking about our our emotional our, our reptilian brain we call it the lizard brain the reptilian brain kind of it's flight or freeze and the things that we can do to kind of stop that happening, getting into what we're talking about, more of our rational brain, the thinking brain, how it's likened to a divorce is we go back to earlier in the show, we were talking about this hole that we're in of divorce or whatever crisis it may be. And my wonderful sidekick producer, Mike, has been here talking with me about it. And we've talked about the things once we have that awareness what we then can choose to do, and listeners, I encourage you to find some things that you can do to get yourself into that thinking brain once you realize that you're in that uh, reptilian brain. But I wanted to kind of just get really real with you as we close the show today. Okay. And um, not that I don't typically, but maybe a little bit more. Uh, I wanted to talk about and preparing for uh, the show today and really trying to write this and prepare, um, doing some studying, going back and putting together. I mean, where do you go from coronavirus to crisis to the hole, to the ladder, to, you know, I mean, one could get lost, right? And we don't want you to get lost. But bottom line is, is I realized that I was kind of struggling yesterday and preparing for the show. I was preparing, um, as I was preparing that reptilian brain was sinking, was, was pulling me, right? Mm-hmm. I was kind of in flight, fight or freeze. Uh, I, I, you know, they talk about writer's block. <laughs> it's kind <laughs> of like a radio show host block type of thing. And I was trying to put this all together and make meaning out of it. And for me, when I know that, I feel it in my body. We talked about how that can have the effect of like your cortisol in your body, running through you. And for me, I can feel kind of headaches, stress, perspiring, you know, kind of the stomach tightening, things like that. And I'm like, okay, I need direction. I grabbed my Bible. Good idea. Yeah. 
Exactly. I, I mean, I pray I've been, I, I think I talk to God, like I'm talking to God right now as I'm talking to you, literally mm-hmm. I'm talking. So praying incessantly, but I grabbed my Bible and I opened it up to Daniel. And now I now remember maybe why it came up and I don't know that it had like a bookmarker in it, mm-hmm. but I was looking for direction and I read the story of Daniel and ultimately where and, and when you read it, I won't read the whole thing. But bottom line is there were in the story of Daniel, three people were thrown into a fire. And King Nebuchadnezzar sees four people walking out and one looking like a man in a, a robe with a golden sash. And and to me, I take that as Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. And so where I went, I was Oh my gosh, God is so good to to talk to me right now. We we're in the fire, right? right? We're in a crisis whether we're in the crisis, the fire, the flames, whatever of divorce or coronavirus. Right? But then as I kept reading, it said God is the only rescuer. And I just felt such a weight lifted. I felt such hope. And not that I don't know that Right. Mm-hmm. But it helped my mind focus on what the rational, the thinking I, brain again. Right. 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 And then I could get out of that cycle, as you referred to so eloquently, <laughs> which is exactly what it is. But by for me, reading the Bible got me out of the flames. I think it can do it. It can't. It can. It can. And yeah. here's the thing. It's a living. It's a living word. So it's going to come to you. At different phases. Like I said, I had read it before because I think it was in a sermon. It was focused in on a sermon. And I think we were even challenged to read Daniel. Mm-hmm. And I read it differently then. I read it with different eyes, a different heart, a different mind this time, and a different time, right? Mm-hmm. And it reminded me, and there was there's actually a prayer in it too that um, I don't have it in front of me right now, but my friends, go read Daniel. Go read that. And there is an amazing prayer in there. So we were also talking about the prayer, right? Right. So I have firsthand knowledge of what that hijacking can do. That is just one example of it. Sure. Right? Sure. But it makes me think, you know, okay, so what are we doing when we're hijacked with those emotions, right? Are we ranting and raving on Facebook? Are we going and talking about, um, are we ranting and raving about on Facebook about our soon to be ex-spouse? How's that going to help? Right. Are we going to the grocery store and buying all the toilet paper? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All, all of the above, all of the above. Right. And, and so this toilet paper thing, it's, it's just craziness to me. People have hoarded it and I just can't really understand it. I think that is, that's almost the epitome yeah. of, of of what you're talking about. Right. You're hoarding something that you don't need to hoard. Because they're terrified. Uh-huh. But I'm wondering of what. We probably shouldn't go there. No, no, I, I'm, no. <laughs> right? But think about that. So we take it back to divorce as we're wrapping up in final thoughts here. Think about this applied to anything that's going, if I'm in that place, if I'm going to do whatever it takes to win, which maybe that's their thinking, I'm going to win because I have the most toilet paper. (laughs) 
I'm sorry. That just sounded <laughs> I know. funny. But it okay, then think about it in divorce. I'm going to win because I get the couch. I can't afford no. the couch. I'm going to win because I can get the house and the dogs and the cars. I can't afford them, but... Right. So do you see how we can... Listeners, are you hearing how we can learn from this crisis? We can also learn from what we learn from divorce and put ourselves into that thinking brain, make better choices from that best self place, that thinking brain. And you've got tips, tools, things that you can do now so that you quit digging that hole. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want out, don't you? Sure. Yeah. The secret is to quit digging. The secret is to quit digging. And now they have a lot of tools and ideas about it, right? Right. And oh, by the way, this is a podcast that continues to air. You can download that. And you can listen to it over and over. I can tell you when I was going through divorce, I would listen to things over and over and over. I was just found some, yes, believe it or not, some CDs by a gentleman by the name of Steve Chandler. It was something like 17 lies that you tell yourself and the things that are holding you back or whatever. Mm. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Go find, go Google Steve Chandler and find that 17 lies or something along those lines or or ping me at... Um, you know, the the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton, um, thedivorcecoachinghour.com, call me, 281-944-8043, and I will help you find that because, oh my gosh, I'm recalling now how powerful that really was. Good stuff. It's good stuff, and mm-hmm. our mind can be good stuff, and that's, like you said, wonderful producer Mike. <laughs> Stop digging. <laughs> <laughs> right? That, that's the first step. <laughs> so that's the first step, right? And so as a divorce coach, that's what I'm there to help you with. And that's what hopefully this show has done. Whether you're in a divorce, going through a divorce, beginning of it, middle of it, the end of it, we want to help you stop digging. Whether you're going through the coronavirus, we all are right now. Um, but depending on what your experience is with, these are tools that you can use there, though. But back and forth, both of them, both scenarios. So I encourage you to continue to listen to this show. Really appreciate it because if you're considering divorce in the midst of a coming out of it, you know someone who's faced with it. My guests and I, and typically there are guests here, are really focusing in on that. We want to provide you information, insight, and support when you need it most. Friends, I've been there, maybe not in the same situation as you, but I went through divorce, and I know it's not an easy time I know this time in our world is not an easy time either. I do thank you for listening today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. Find us at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. That's 281-944-8043. You can also add us to your podcast library and please rate, review, and share or find us on Facebook at the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton. Thank you for listening today. I'm Christy Stratton and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word.